know, they have a tendency to say, okay, this movie has to be out by this particular time. And hello again to the Cerebral Fit Podcast. That I am James Reese, and that was actually a clip uh, for no specific reason other than I was that's what I was watching before I started this. It's uh, Mark Wahlberg, guess giving an interview of all the characters he's played, in, and I just find that stuff fascinating. I've always found acting to be very fascinating, and just its approach mainly from the actors and actresses and how they go about it and that type of thing and Wahlberg's always been one of my favorite actors so <laughs> that's one of those random things you just you're going on Facebook whatever and then you suddenly catch this you listen to it you start you know you, it's kind of one of those maybe time wasters but then you find yourself like three minutes into it like intrigued by it and that's exactly what happened right now so that was my intro today for this episode which is i believe episode 13 so i have now reached that 13 uh episode mark that i can now wipe away from my objectives list for august yes yes i have an objectives list that i've been doing i started it back in january and what that is it is essentially is that back in december when i started studying for the nasm exam and i got really focused on a lot of changes I was going to make, that was one of them. And so what I did is I went down to Walmart, Target, one of the two, and I bought one of those whiteboards, you know, no big, I think it was like ah, 15, 20 bucks. And just decided to, I mean, it's kind of make a big old to-do list. So that, you know, I just made a big to-do list for each month. And it's honest to goodness, it's really helped me in a small way keep me focused on going out and getting things done um it's it's a small but satisfying way as crazy as that sounds but it's good to kind of keep my goals organized even if it's to the smallest degree like you know like i just mentioned one of the goals that i had for the month of august was to cross the 13 episode mark on my podcast which i just did so it's going to feel pretty good here in a after, you know, a few moments or whenever the hell I stop this to go mark that off. And it's just satisfaction. It's kind of like that whole, you know, go make your bed or go clean your room stuff that we've seen on Facebook or whatever, any other social media outlets, those small things. And I truly do honestly think that that um, it's a spark. And I think that's something that I attribute to just how my mind works. I mean, I've already mentioned in one of the episodes, it's probably in the archives or whatever, but, you know, I'm very goal-oriented. I need to be chasing something, you know, a tangible object, an idea, uh, you know, I need that. That's how I go. And when I'm not chasing anything, then holy crap, I feel empty. So, you know, I know that's beating a dead horse with that, but it's the truth. So... Once again, I do highly suggest uh, to everybody out there listening in podcast land that you do set up a goal, a goal board, you know, of what you want to go out and see for that month. I think that it's very advantageous that you do so. You might find how helpful it can be. Uh, it might work for a lot of you, and then for some of you, it may not work, but that's life, right? So, you know, I guess we'll start off that way. Um... No, what was it? The last episode a few days ago put out, and I told myself 
I was going to be a bit, have more of a structure when I hit this milestone. So I do have a structure now. I actually, <laughs> it's a small structure, but what I did was I actually just wrote out what I'm going to talk about. And, you know, we'll see how big of a difference it makes in just the flow of it because I'm real, really big in just letting things organically flow. You know, you, you're really good to get some good stuff out of that, and then sometimes you're not. Some people like structure. Um, I like structure, just not overly structured, coming from TSA, of course. The <laughs> nine years of having a structure, especially from a professional setting, was, I guess, that seeped into my private life, and there were moments I really needed structure. And so I'm going to dabble with this to see if it just makes the podcast a bit more enjoyable. <laughs> not too sure if people enjoy it or not. I really haven't asked not that I don't care. It's just I really haven't asked. So, but I did get asked today by one Raymond Baeza. Yeah, mention your name, bub. Uh, he asked me about the podcast. I guess he forgot about it. Or no, he's up. He's constantly busy. He is a lawyer, so as you can imagine, he is just all over the place. But a good lawyer, a great lawyer. I've known him since we were literally. He's the person I have, you know, aside from my parents, that I have known the longest. Now that I say that out loud, that's quite, that's like, I've known him longer than my sisters. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. It's, mm, dang. I haven't really thought about that, Raymond. <laughs> Damn. But no, he's a good guy. I appreciate him listening. He's, he does a lot of driving. So Raymond, if you are listening, please put this on here. I'll give you a shout out. You know, throw you some uh, tips and all that when you're on the road, how to keep in shape. He already knows how to keep in shape, ladies and gentlemen. He's a hell of a runner hell of a runner uh, but when you're doing what he does you know finding time to work out it's a struggle it's a huge struggle and what I've um, started to explain to a lot of my friends and family and strangers is that you know at least three days a week you want to get in some you know rec time you know PT time uh, you want to get a workout in at least three times a week, you know, preferably if you could do it five times a day, hey, hell yeah, go for it. But let's be realistic. We all, you know, we all got jobs. We all got responsibilities. If you don't have either of those two, then wow, <laughs> tell us your secret or that you're just a bum. But nevertheless, it's tough to make time. And I am a big believer that, you know, within 24 hours of the day that you can make some time. You can make some time. That may, you know, come, you know, you may have to sacrifice uh, 30 minutes of sleep, sacrifice 30 minutes of your lunch. You know, that's why they call it sacrifice. But needless to say, you know, throughout a good portion of my, since I've been into weightlifting, cardio, whatever, to, to my health, for the longest time, I would try and work out for more than an hour. Um, I remember back in my old rec center days, I'd be at the gym for two to three hours, you know, about, you know, at least five days a week. And that's a long time, folks. That is a long time to be in a gym. And I would do that, honest to goodness. Um, I, I, looking back on it, yeah, I got a lot out of it. But now that I'm older, way more wiser, been doing research, especially going into the, you know, certified personal trainer field. I probably could have knocked it down a bit. <laughs> no joke. Um, the one thing, well, I say the one thing, like I haven't learned a lot, but since I've been working with Kelsey, 
you know, the way that we do her workouts and, you know, I guess now my workouts as a trainer is that we try to knock down everything into 30 minutes, which um, some some clients have been like, wow, are we sure we can get that done? Is that enough time? And believe me, we make it plenty of time. We make it count. And that's something that in any health you know in any workout situation you want to try to get the bang for your bang for your buck you want to put as much work with the time you have and so whether it's 30 minutes 45 minutes one hour two hours you want to make sure that your time was spent well time is money especially in the gym and that's why was people like Kelsey, people like myself, and a whole lot of you out there who may, be, may or may not be listening, but time is money. And with the 30 minutes that we specifically work with, that time frame we do as much as we can by using supersets. Now, for some of you out there, you may not know what that is. Essentially, what we do with the superset is that, you know, typically you'll do one exercise, you'll rest for about 10 to 30 seconds, and then you'll do another rep another set and then the three sets per exercise is the um, i guess i'll go bold enough and say that's kind of like the universal standard but uh i know for myself i try to do at least four sets but going back to what me and kelsey do what we incorporate is the superset so we'll do a set at this machine, let's say that we're at the tricep extension, we'll do a set of 12. And then from there, we'll go to the lat pull down, we'll do a set there. And then we'll go down to the seated row and do a set there. And then we start over, it's a circuit. So we do have rest time, but the rest time is on average, on average about maybe 10 to, between 10 and 20 seconds. Which is good because in 30 minutes, you're getting your rest, but at, that, but at that same time, you're not getting too much rest and letting your muscles kind of tire out or, you know, not keep engaged. Yeah, let me rephrase that. We have to keep your muscles engaged. So that's why we superset. And I've done supersets prior to this. I did supersets. Not, I would, I would kind of make it... Uh, Let's say, okay, you've all heard of plateauing. So whenever I felt a plateau coming, I would add a superset into my regimen to make sure that my muscles were getting, you know, work, were getting work, getting the work in. So, but it wasn't, I wasn't consistent with it. Since July, when I started working with Kelsey and then working out with her, that essentially is what her program is centered around is supersets. And based off the work that we've done together, the work we've done with our clients, it's working. It works. And, you know, for those that are listening out there, um, I highly suggest that you incorporate more supersets into your own workout regimen. I think that you will find it to be very beneficial. You'll definitely work a sweat more. You'll invest your time in the gym way, way more wisely. And you'll just cut out. I mean, you'll be there in and out you know and I know for a lot of you out there I'd say that my vast majority of you to be quite honest you don't want to be in the gym for an hour hell you don't want to be in the gym period but if you go in put the work for I promise 30 minutes 30 minutes that's all it takes 
it's going to work out for you, pun intended. And I mean, there's not much more I can say on it. Um, I mean, oh, I guess there is. There's a lot I can say on it. <laughs> this is my podcast. I feel, you know, I'm looking down at my little sheet that I have that I'm trying to call. <laughs> but yeah, um, personally, 30 minutes to an hour. When I'm training a client, it's 30 minutes. When it's just me and only me, it's going to be about an hour. Um, you know, like I mentioned earlier, it used to be way over an hour. But as my research has come, you know, as, as, as the... The peer-reviewed journals have come into to my life again, especially with this. One hour is all I need. It's truly all I need now. And this morning, for instance, we all have distractions. We all have those interruptions in life. And the schedule I had set for myself this morning was to get be up by around 5.30 and out of the house by 6. So I get up at 5.30 a.m., you know. Uh, my two dogs, Tara and Charlotte, sleep in the same room as I. I'm more comfortable with them in the house with me and in my room, you know, because I know, A, what they're doing, but plus B, you know, I just like having my dogs with me. It's just a coping mechanism, if you will. So I get up kind of naturally because they kind of want to get up. They go by the window. They kind of tap on it. Smart dogs, <laughs> at least so I think. And I open the window up, and they both jump out. I'm kind of just, you know, having that top of the morning type vibe. I'm just stretching out a bit, kind of moving my head around. And then all of a sudden, I hear the dogs running, and I see this blur go right past me. And I'm thinking, all right, well, they're just they're having fun, whatever. But then they're barking a lot. And I've gotten used to those dogs barking. And they were barking at something. Not someone, something. So I peek outside my head outside the window to see what they're barking on and sure enough they are chasing a cat the neighbor's cat a big fat tabby cat and they got it surrounded they got it pinned down they have this cat dead to rights and this cat is putting up a fight they can't get near it i'm thinking ah hell here we go so i get my shoes on you know whatever and i walk out of the window shoes shorts no shirt because i had to get there i had no time to put no shirt on so i try to get my dogs to calm down and for my neighbors out there in the rest of the neighborhood that's what you were hearing this morning if you heard it those those were the two dogs and charlotte man she was wanting to fight tara on the other hand though while she was kind of backing charlotte up she when she saw me come out she knew okay that uh you know, James is out here, so now we, we need to back off now, Tara, uh, Charlotte. No, Charlotte won some, and she got some, and she got her butt kicked. Meanwhile, what I notice another cat that's right there, a little black cat that's just kind of standing in the background, like looking on, like some sort of just just like a fan at a wrestling match, just with her, you know, just you know, watching what's going on. The other dogs don't even notice this, but I notice the other cat. I'm just like, what is going on? on here and i finally get charlotte separated from the cat she got some she got she didn't get a shot and the cat kicked her butt quite you know she the cat will's claws she got charlotte and once i finally grabbed a hold of charlotte that's when i knew charlotte had gotten hurt because when i tried to grab charlotte she cut back in a way you know like she didn't want to be touched and in the past whenever she got into a fight or even the slightest bit nicked she didn't want to be touched and she wouldn't get aggressive with me she just kind of got scared 
so I finally, you know, I calmed her down, petted her a little bit to let her know that she wasn't in trouble, and it was okay. So I grabbed her, picked her up, brought her back into the house. Sure enough, in her ear, of all, you know, once again, she got, she got scratched. It wasn't bleeding badly. I was able to, you know, to, you know, get a wet paper towel, wipe it off, clean it out, you know, stop the bleeding, which it did. But my God, this was past six o'clock. I was supposed to be at the gym supposed to be there and i was just like oh man it just really set set the tone for the rest of the morning and i actually didn't go to the gym at 6 six thirty. i went back to sleep i said i had to hell with this i need 20 30 more minutes worth of sleep so i actually went back to sleep for about 30 minutes or so tried to sleep quote unquote um and i knew we were gonna have I was gonna have an early day as it was somewhat had to be at the gym by nine my client was going to meet me there so when i left the gym when i left for the gym it was seven o'clock so this is where it all leads into the timing thing that i mentioned ago i was going to try and work in an hour but by the time i got to the gym i was like man i'm gonna have to condense this between 30 and 40 minutes and that's exactly what i did so you know the way that i train myself with, within that hour i do a bit more than i do with my clients obviously so I made those 30 to, you know, I think, let me look at my watch here. My I watch, I keep a lot of track of all my calories and stuff like that. You know, my movement, my exercise, my standing. And looking at, I only burned 200 calories. Oh yeah, here it says, I was in there for 40 minutes, which, which, you know, 20 minutes too early from what I'm used to, but I made a count. It was leg day, and I kicked my ass, you know. I did some exercises that I normally don't incorporate onto my leg day, but they were more pyelometric, power explosive based, which was fine. I needed to burn that sweat because if I don't go into a gym session and I don't walk out the slightest bit sweaty or, you know, just soaked, then it was a failure. I didn't do anything. That's just my own personal rule, but... You know, I have to put in the work. I need to. I need that to put in the work, but I need to, the work to be validated by sweat. And I, I succeeded. It was 40 minutes of some really good stuff that I did. Um, but the, uh, that's kind of what got me on just thinking about the concept of time today in the gym between 30 and 30 minutes to an hour. So, you know, I think that I might actually do that a bit more, where I try to just limit maybe go down to 45 minutes to see how much I can put in. It just depends on what I'm going to do that day. Like chest days, I lift heavier, which my chest days are Monday. And I'd lift heavier, so by the time, about 20 minutes into it, I'm pretty tired. I'm like, I could probably honestly walk out, but um, I push myself. I want to make sure that I am, <laughs> that I don't walk out, that I'm, that I'm kind of just slowly trudging along. <laughs> is that even a word trudging but needless to say uh, that's you know i guess relating tying in to the interruption of my beloved dog getting her butt kicked by the cat next door and trying to make it into the gym that's life interruptions happen and it certainly did for the most part um, mess with my head you know threw me off I wasn't able to work out like I typically would so you know when I had when I had to leave the house I forgot a few things you know I forgot my you know my hair gel because 
like on a day like today, I was going to have enough time to go to the gym, come back, get ready, but I didn't. So I had this little kit that I keep prepared for such occasions, which is a smart thing, you know, tapping my head right now that I did. You know, so it has soap, it has deodorant, it has the essentials, but I forgot my hair gel, which was just fine because, you know, I actually got a haircut recently. So, I mean, I could just put some hair, you know, whatever, just put, you know, get it soaked in water, kind of give it the messy look and it'll be fine. And that's what I had to do this morning, but it worked out. We got a lot done today over at work. We worked, uh, worked with one of my first clients, you know, he did an outstanding job. Um... I won't divulge more into what his motivations are or whatnot, at least not in this episode, but it's definitely picking up. Business is picking up, and so is my... Beginning workout. What? See, that's what happens when you push, accidentally push a button, folks. Now I am doing a workout on my Nike Free Runner, so if you heard that, no, I'm not. Pausing workout. Pausing the workout, ending the workout. Man. <sighs> so, and it wasn't just me. It was actually, Kelsey was having one of those days too. She has a lot going on right now. The clients were having, I mean, it just was one of those off days. It, it was like, it was contagious. You know, I just showed up to work and was like, okay, everybody, I had an off morning and so are you. <laughs> but I think even in that aspect that we were all feeling a bit off, I think that that just made in the slightest way it made the day easier because i certainly hate being the only person having an off day whether it be at work or wherever you know somebody else is just yeah man i i'm having that too kind of makes me feel better it's a weird thing but it's true so yeah time in the gym you know got to put in the work but you just got to work with you know money is time is money money is time so what else is on my mind? I think for the longest time, well, I say longest time, like the past was it four or five episodes, I try to get fancy with it, with like segments and just have like a little nice little musical number, two, three seconds. But I think today I'm just going to skip that. You know, what exactly is on my mind is aside from what I just talked about. Well, I, what, what am I watching on TV right now? What am I watching? Today... I watched the first episode of the newest season of the HBO show Ballers with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, of course. I cannot stress how much I love that show. I started watching it about a year or so ago. And man, I mean, I knew it was, I mean, I follow The Rock obviously on social media, so I know and keep up with a lot of his projects. But that show, when I started watching it, man, I was hooked. I love that show. Um, reasons be, I think that it's a very, very entertaining look into the sports world, especially the NFL. Uh, Rock's character is Spencer Stratsmore, former NFL player, you know, left that life trying to figure out what to do with what else he wants to do, wants to do something more fulfilling, so he becomes a sports agent, you know, a new world for him, I guess. Does that sound familiar? So he becomes a sports agent in some firm in Miami, meets a whole, whole slew of characters, is trying to balance his personal life and his new professional life and trying to make it work. And I really enjoyed that plot line. Um, I guess even when I started watching it, which was, uh, yeah, about a year ago, I knew that 
I was definitely nearing my end with TSA and that I had to make some moves. And so I really related to that character and what he was trying to do and make it work. And he's a, you know, Spencer Strasmore, AKA The Rock, his character on that show. You know, when you're a football player, you're hard nosed, you're rough, you're tough, whatever. And that's something that his character struggled with when he was dealing with these, these clients of his, is when to turn that switch off. And I have talked about it on this podcast, um, specifically with me and my career within TSA, but I had this really, and I'm still sticking with the subject, but yesterday when I was leaving, it was a short day yesterday, but I stuck around for about five minutes to talk to one of the front desk people. And very nice lady, very nice lady. She's always kind, always making sure, you know, saying hi to everybody great customer service but when we started talking you know she asked me how I was assimilating to things and she didn't say assimilate I I added that word but how things were going for me here and I said I love it you know I'm really starting to open up smile more I just I like being here and she was like I've noticed that because you know you when you came in you were still a bit like she did this kind of like face like almost like a scowl, you know, which <laughs> I kind of like was like, wow, you know, yeah, I, I was a bit guarded, you know, and I told her that, and I'm not saying this verbatim, but, you know, adjusting to the, the former world that I lived in and worked in has been quite the adjustment. But when I started talking to her a bit more about that, and when she did, you know, say that I was very almost standoffish, I started really thinking about that. And even today, you know, it's amazing, amazing how deep I got into that role that I had at TSA in other, you know, I guess uh, spectrums of my life. For nine years, I was doing that. But see, here's the thing. Within those nine years, I was trying so hard to become something else, more than that, whether it be a special agent in the FBI, a cop in... Lubbock, Texas, a police officer in Seattle, Washington, you know, you name it, I tried to do it for the most part. An air marshal at one time. When you're chasing goals like that, you essentially are creating a side of yourself that may or may have not been there in the very beginning. And, you know, for someone like me, who grew up in a you know, rough town like Hobbs, you know, it, it is a rough place. I suppose I always had that side to me, maybe a tough side, <laughs> believe it or not. And when you're trying to exploit that side and use it for career aspirations, it... You almost, I mean, it, it is like you're, you're playing a role. Like Mark Wahlberg was talking about earlier. And, you know, he mentioned in this, uh, one of the clips that I didn't post on here, but he mentioned how deep he got into a role for a movie called The Basketball Diaries. I haven't seen that movie, but, you know, you you get so sucked into a role that you're almost lost within yourself. And... It felt a little like that last week, but now that I'm a week removed from that and I've 
had that conversation, that random conversation that I had with the front desk person, and even a little bit with Kelsey, I didn't realize how far down the rabbit hole I went into all of that. It's so fascinating to me. Just that, that, that switch, because, you know, all right, for instance, um, and I'm just a minor case, a very, very minor case compared to others, but you know those people around here, the certain, you know that, that you know a lot of the, and I'm kind of speaking maybe just about, ah, oh, fuck it, you know, you know all over the place. Um, police officers, first responders, servicemen, and women. You know, you become when you're in that those type of fields, security based, where you're keeping your head on a swivel. You really do. I mean, it. it's really tough to f- turn that switch off. It really is. And that's something that I, I believe society, for the most part, that hasn't done anything like that, security-based or, well, all, quite honestly, hasn't had those moments in life that were a little rough. And I haven't had a bad life by any stretch of the means, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not going to paint myself as someone who had a rough life. I didn't. I grew up with a roof over my head, food on my table that my parents provided. My parents were wonderful, still are wonderful. They kept me and my sister safe. But like most, you know, some things in life, you know, you're going to run into trouble. And I've had my fair share of trouble that, that found me. And there were some cases that I made the choice to go out and find trouble. So, I mean, it's probably happened more than I wanted it to. But all those moments in life that caused me to be a bit frigid, a bit cold, you know, it's tough to, to separate yourself from it when you got those moments and used it so much in trying to advance in your own career. And now that those now that those career aspirations essentially have stopped, it's now become a process for me to unlearn all of that and to actually know how to smile. Isn't that crazy? And it just man, I, I'm sitting here shaking my head, like just how it. it how I want to tell some of these people at the gym because, you know, I'm still very much different from a lot of the other individuals that work there. They know it. I know it. And, yeah. I mean, yeah, there are moments I can be a bit, you know, just standoffish, but you got to give me a break. You got to give not people like myself a break. You know, that's one of the biggest problems. I And, you know, I'm kind of venturing off into another topic just for a bit but like obviously with um you know individuals who are serving the military go over into battlefields come back to the states to try to reassimilate into society it's tough for them and that's an understatement and so society for the most part tries to understand that but i don't think society really in most cases for the most part can understand it can comprehend it and while I mentioned a bit ago, I am a minor case. I am very much a minor case, but it's just such a... 
to try and turn off that that switch of walking to every room and looking for an exit like I do uh, to go to like to tea to go yesterday when I went and had you know a tea <laughs> I had to make sure that I was facing the entrance so I can see who was coming in who was going out you know that was actually something my father taught me uh, <laughs> we had a we had a very Jason Bourne-esque conversation years ago so and working for Homeland Security definitely reinforced that notion but there's so many different just ways switches that I have got to turn off and I am turning them off turning them off not getting rid of them because when I'm outside the gym when I'm out when I'm not being playing the role of a personal trainer I'm still very much James Matthew Ruiz whom is still gonna keep his head on a swivel who is still gonna make sure that any situation he walks into is a safe situation and I'm just guess you know I'm just gonna be ready but with that being said I still and will adjust when I'm on the clock when I'm training a client I have to turn those off I have to turn those switches off I have to smile I guess I could make someone could make the argument that I'm faking it I'm not I generally am happy doing what I am doing. I've had a few moments the past few days that really made the work worth doing and made me just realize how happy I was doing this instead of what I've been doing for the past nine years and what I was actually trying to do. You know, because I'm still helping people, believe it or not. And that is a very good feeling to have. It's a very, I mean, it's, I've been chasing that feeling for years and I finally found it. And it's 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 very fulfilling and so i'm going to continue to chase that feeling but in order to still chase that feeling i still have to work on myself and so hopefully you know hopefully i can still convey that you know i'm conveying that right now by putting this out in the open but i really truly hope that the takeaway from this podcast and the takeaways for, from some random conversation that I'll probably have tomorrow, whatever, about this. If you are listening to this, you really kind of take a, get, walk away with a takeaway that you got to let people, especially if, they, if they're coming from a background that does not, that when they don't have that luxury of being relaxed, I hope you can understand where they're coming from. I don't have I, I haven't I didn't have that luxury for the longest time. I spent eight hours of the day being security. Which yes, people well it's just TSA. Yes, it's just TSA, but you know we did a lot of stuff. Stuff that I can't, you know, necessarily talk about. I'm sure I could, whatever. But you know, especially when I worked in Seattle, that was a I mean that was a bigger monster. So I was just so you know you get so wrapped up into that role and then when you try and take on another role those two roles clash and that ladies and gentlemen is what I'm finding out right now so hopefully people out there I hope you can realize that even myself you know it's a big quiet learning experience you got to cut people some slack you don't know what they're going through you don't know what's going through their mind you don't know how they i mean for a lot of people out there it's easy just to walk into any room and la di da 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 nothing in here will hurt me Woo-hoo! that's not 
that's not always the case with every single person that walks in, you know? Not that I'm extremely paranoid or anything like that, but I keep my guard up. I keep my head in the swivel. I was raised that way by my father and mother. It only got exploited and, you know, st strengthened in Homeland Security and my outside endeavors when I, I mean, <laughs> when you're trying to be an FBI agent, folks, or a Secret Service agent, you're going to do some extra stuff on the side to make sure that your resolve only gets stronger, not weaker. I won't get into detail on the stuff that I did. If you break bread with me outside the podcast, then maybe I will. But, you know, as they say in the world of acting, there's that method acting, acting type of uh, exercises. You'll hear these stories of actors going out and pretending to do this in order to understand the role more. Well, my case, in order to understand the role that I had to do, or what the, and what I mean by role, you know, that job aspirations, the special agent job, stuff like that, I had to toughen up a bit. <laughs> and it was interesting trying to do that. But that's a story for another day. Or in my case, another podcast. So, But I am looking at the time. It's about the 37-minute mark. Got the rest of the day off. I am honestly wrestling with myself now on what I want to do with the rest of my day. I thought about going and seeing the new Spike Lee movie, Black Klansman, which is based off a true story. Um, I actually knew a bit about that story before the movie came out. I didn't know they were making a movie on it. And then when I saw it, I was like, oh, my gosh. I got to see it. It's a very interesting story of a police officer, a black police officer, infiltrating the Ku Klux Klan. Sounds crazy, right? Well, it happened. <laughs> Which, of course, you know, watching the movie, I'm sure it's going to be sensationalized a little bit, like most movies. But, hey, it's still an interesting story. I've heard a lot of great things about it. Um, I know they got a showing here in about, ooh, 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 it starts here in about 20 minutes. I may not make it. I'm trying to um, save some money up, you know. I want to say save some money up. <laughs> Watch my money better, I guess. I told myself I was going to spend the remaining money I have is only spend on fuel and food. So far, I've done good. <laughs> but um, I might go do that. I might actually just stick it around the house. Watch some Netflix, play some Destiny 2, got back into Destiny 2. Buddy of mine from my clan, Rodney, started getting back into it. So as the clan leader of my Destiny 2 clan, I have got to lead the charge. So might do that. Ooh, what else? It's going to be an early day at work tomorrow. I've got to go in at 7, so i got to get a good early workout in. Hopefully, when I let these two dogs out, especially the one that's right below me as I see your old Charlotte here. It's okay, Charlotte. Um, hopefully, they won't get into a fight. So, hopefully, the morning just gets a lot goes smoother than it did today. Uh, we'll be going out of town this week. I might actually do something pretty cool over there, um, maybe regarding an interview for a future podcast. Uh, with my father, if he is listening to this, <laughs> I would love to interview him about, I guess, his idea of fitness, how he got into it in his youth, and I just think that would be really cool, just to kind of sit down with him and talk shop about fitness life and, you know, <laughs> whatever we want to talk about, so I think that would, that is it, folks, um, I'm going to call it a day on the podcast, I hope everyone out there is having a good one. You know, it's still, it's the middle of August, so it's still pretty hot out there, so 
keep cool for the time being. I know school started yesterday around here. I would say almost everywhere for the most part, but you know, the school year is back, so enjoy it while you can. It's gonna be another fast one, I think, just like every school year, right? <laughs> but uh, special shout out to my friends over in Hobbs, uh, Lubbock, over in Georgia, Mr. Flexi doing his thing, you know who you are. California, my friends out there in San Diego, LA, uh, my friends over in Washington, hope you all guys are doing well, you guys and gals. Um, but every day is a blessing, folks. Use them wisely. Time is money, money is time. But blessings, hmm, use those especially well. So y'all take care now, and I will catch y'all down the road. Ruiz out.